Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 says, Proverbs 1 7, Proverbs 1 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Yes, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools. So we said that one of the signs that you were fools is that you despise instructions. This type of when you're advising, you don't listen. I'm not a child, okay? <laughs> I'm not a child. You can't talk to me like that. It's a sign that you're a fool. Look, one of the greatest blessings that can, can ever come your way is to get somebody to speak to you. Yeah, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have somebody to speak to you. Yeah. yeah it's a blessing. Somebody to speak to you. You see, because when you read the book of Proverbs... You see, the book of Proverbs, Solomon always begins, my son, attend to. My son, attend unto. My, my son, attend unto. My son, attend unto. Because it's a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is why the Bible says you are a fool. When you despise instructions, you get annoyed. Listen to me, you can't talk to me that way, okay? You are a fool. I'm a child, you are a fool. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. It's a blessing. Yeah. And like I said last week, and I'm quoting Mr. Saki once again, if I cannot talk to you, I cannot pray for you. Yeah. If I can't talk to you, I can't pray for you. You know what I'm about? It. If I can't talk to you, I can't pray for you. Yeah. It's a deep statement. If I can't talk to you, I can't pray for you. Hallelujah. Because the church is, unfortunately, the church is full of pray for me, pray for me, pray for me, but nobody wants to listen to the word. It's full of pray for me, pray for me, but nobody wants to listen to the word. So if I can't talk to you, I can't pray for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. If I can't talk to you, I can't pray for you. Amen. Don't despise instructions. Do not. Yeah. And I said, you see, and even, you know, I've heard people say that but the pastors are not always right. Who has said that statement before? The pastors are not always right. If you have raised up your hand, raise up your hand. You have heard it before. But the pastors are not always right. I said, who has heard it before? Yeah. Listen to me. The pastor did not say they are always right. Okay? Because we are human. The, the Bible say, the Bible say, the, the Bible say that they, they were chosen from among men. Pastors are not angels. What is it? They have life machine. We did pastors or did not or, 
spokesmen. And the Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. So it does not mean that the pastors, pastors, pastors don't say that they are always right. It can never be. They are not God. Look, so, so, some things I leave it to God alone. Only God is oh, the, the Bible says that the Bible talks about God. Okay? God is the one who's not a man that should lie, no change his mind. Hallelujah. That's God. That's a God. God is not a man. Pastors are men. So some things leave it to God. Hallelujah. Because he is God. Pastors are not. So don't attribute. I mean, I mean, I mean, you are not always right. No, no pastor says he's always right. Leave that to God. Something like even father. Look, father, that, that word father. Gee, you walk around though. We see man of God, Father, Father, be careful. <laughs> father. You see, that word Father, I'm mean, going to use it for ethnic men, but we are all a percentage of fathers. There's only one Father. Our Father who art in heaven. Yeah. There's only one Father. Our Father who is in heaven. We all just fulfill a certain small percentage of fatherhood. But there's only one father. So be careful. When they're calling father, you are feeling good. No, no, no. Don't take God's title. <laughs> yeah. We all, we, I mean, people call, that's okay, but it's only a small percentage. The real father is in heaven. You know, so, the fact that if pastors make mistakes, okay, they make mistakes. So, those who say, that, well, they are not always right. No pastor said they are always right. Hallelujah. Amen. But, I told you, like I told you last week, and it's very important, I gave you a similitude, or an example, or a parallel. Now, have you watched a, a, a match before? Yeah. Have you watched a, shock, a, a game before? Yeah. Have you seen a referee make a mistake? Yeah. Ghana and Uruguay. <laughs> I said, have you seen a referee make a mistake before? Yes. Have you seen it before? Yes. Yeah. But that does not mean the fact that a referee makes a mistake means that from now on you don't need referees in the match. That's the difference. Because a match without referee is chaos. A match without referee is totally dangerous. It's chaos. There are no rules. So even though a referee can make a mistake, for a match to still be smooth, we still need a referee. Are you hearing me? So as a pastor may make mistake here and there. The fact that a pastor made a mistake here and a pastor make a mistake, does not mean that you don't need the counsel of a pastor. The Bible says that they watch over your soul as to give an account. So the fact that a pastor made a mistake does not mean you don't need a counsel of a pastor anymore. Hallelujah. After all, what did he say in Jeremiah? I'll give you pastors after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So the fact that one thing went over the bar does not mean that knowledge and understanding is not coming. So when you cut yourself from your pastor or your man of God, you are depriving yourself of knowledge and understanding. 
Fools despise wisdom and instruction. No, don't joke with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Look, your life is far better off with somebody to guide you. Far. And when you are young, you don't know, but when you grow, you wish. You see, as you grow, you wish there's somebody to direct you. As you are there, lying down, planning about the, who, what to do, who to, I mean, the children's school fees, where to live, and you wish there's another voice speaking to you. When you are the main person deciding, you, you always wish there was somebody else. Oh, yeah. That is why, you see, you see, you see, you see, you see, that is why even in school, you see, in, in school, that's why school, school is different from the real world. You see, some people do well in school, but they don't do well in the real world. Yeah, and I was talking, some people do very well in school, but when you put them in the real world, they don't function. And do you know why? This is the reason. Because in school, it's all structured. First grade, second grade, Grade, are you listening? Fourth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, sixth grade. What else? Seven. Talk to me. Seven to what? Eight to what? Nine to what? You see, it's all structured. Okay, write this exam. Come to school. Make this grade. It's structured for you. It's all structured for you. I do this homework. Do read this. When you get this, it's all structured. Even the test is structured. They say, learn this. This are structured. So you just move on in life. You see? But when you enter real life, it's not structured. <laughs> it's, not, it's not structured at all. You have to, you see, so, 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 you, 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 so that you wish somebody can hold your hand and say, okay, go for this job. Do this. You wish. You wish. Hallelujah. So, it is a blessing to have somebody to instruct you. That's why you are a fool when you despise. Look, look, Pastor is telling you, look, this brother, eh, I'm not sure. No. The way he is, and he comes around, and he looks nice, so, you know, he's very handsome, nice man, but I don't, something about him does not jive with my spirit. Just, just take your time. Just take your time a little bit, you know him. Eh, the Reverend doesn't like me too much. The Reverend doesn't want me to marry. <laughs> one time I told one of my daughters that, look, you and me, first of all, I am not interested in you. Number one, I'm too much older than you. Number three, there's no way I will marry you. So when I say don't marry this person, there's no jealousy here. It's not I'm saying don't marry. I'm not saying don't marry him so that oh, you marry me. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you think about it. I am not telling you not to marry him so that you marry me. I mean, yeah. 
you are the, I, I forgot that point. I should have told her, I'm not King David or King Solomon. <laughs> so I told her, so I was, I was trying to explain that my motive is just for your welfare because I don't gain anything. It's not that if you don't marry him, then I'll come through. That's not the point. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Fools despise. Yeah. Look, instructions, eh? You have no idea. You see, and that's what happened to the prodigal son. The Bible said, and he, he went into a far. He went into a far country. A far country. Also, he went into a far country. The word far represents a place that he cannot be rich. Out of coverage. The boy was out of coverage. So by that out of coverage, he, what he lost was a father's instruction. He had the money. He had, he had half the property. But what he was missing was the father's instruction. And in the end, he realized that the father's instruction was more than half the property. Yeah. area. That is why it is stupid to disconnect your phone from your pastor. Some of you have, oh, you have changed your number so that your pastor cannot call you. You have actually changed your phone number because of Reverend Bright. So he cannot reach you. Blockless. She has to call Reverend and voicemail. It is. They put you on a block list. As soon as you call our reverend, he goes to the block list. Yeah. You've put your pastor on, on a block list. As soon as the pastor calls straight to the voicemail. Please leave a message. Yeah. I call you, but God bless you. Your pastor. Of coverage, you are behaving like the prodigal son. Spirit of foolishness. Amen. Yeah, you don't think far. Look, instructions say, look, for somebody to guide you where you have no idea. It's not for somebody to guide you. Look, I can give you figures upon look, statistics upon statistics. If you marriage, if you marriage, as much as you people don't want to accept. Okay, if you marry, as much as we don't want to accept because we are all modern and we are in America, we are in, this is the United States, I gotta choose my own. <laughs> Even marriage, it, it has been shown that cultures or in, in, in cultures or races whereby the wife is chosen for the people, it lasts longer. Go and find out. Those marriages last longer than the one that, hi, baby. When I say, <laughs> yeah, it has been shown that in trust and cultures whereby the marriage is arranged, like they know that oh, the the wife is is chosen. In tribes like the Indian, the, it, so they, it lasts longer. Because somebody is directing you. That's different from, yeah. You feel me? 
I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, you see, that is why even, that's why even as a shepherd, okay, that's why, that's why I told you last week, even as a shepherd, sometimes we do shepherd, do not long this. You see, that's why we even link people up. Because for somebody to guide you, you have no idea. Because the person is at the, See, it's not, it's, 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 it's not in the Bible, but it's a true saying. It's a Nigerian saying. <laughs> you don't hear Nigerian saying. They say the old man sitting at the foot of the Oroko tree sits far than the boy sitting on top of the Oroko tree. <laughs> because the, past, the pastor knows something that you don't know. So when people, like I told you last week, who's the best person to marry? The answer is simple. Who's the best person to marry? Somebody hot. Can be, be cancelled. That's all. It's the best. Look. That's all. Can be cancelled. The best person to marry is someone who can be cancelled. Someone who the capacitor can speak to. That's the best person to marry. That's the best person. To marry. Somebody that pastor can speak to. Because you need a referee. Because all the best games are played with a referee. Yeah. That's all. You know, Hallelujah. All right, let me move on. The next spirit, the next spirit, spirit, the next spirit, or the next spirit that was operating in this boy was the spirit of selfishness. You know, you know the boy was selfish. Do you know he was selfish? Thank you. Do you know he was very selfish? Even the idea that, look, yeah, just give me my part, I'm going. Your father is alive. He's not dead. You are collecting. It's, it's like you are only thinking about yourself. Yes. Even that is selfish. The father, the father is alive. The older brother is dead. There are servants in the house. You just go say, give me, give, look, just give me, give me. I mean, how? It's like you see, it is. It, it, it also shows that you always think about yourself. And and a lot of people are selfish. A lot of people are selfish. Only care about yourself. You see, you don't, you, you, they only care about themselves. You don't even think about the effect of your actions on others. You don't consider others. You are not thinking about the effect of your actions on others. So if you are okay, you are happy. That's what I care about. Listen to me, I don't care. I, hey, it's my life. I don't do what I want to do. I don't care what anybody thinks. You are selfish. You are selfish. The boy was selfish. Because if your father is alive, there's inheritance and you take half. Not thinking about that. Whether the old man, whether the old man can even work again. Selfish. I just want to be happy. I just want to go. See, and a lot of us are selfish, especially the young ones. They are very selfish. the right to be happy. I don't care about you. I just want to be happy. It's my life. Yeah, it's my life. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. Selfish. So first I'm happy. I don't care how you feel. 
selfish thing is like all about you, you, you. You don't consider your actions. Even, even, even the way you talk. You don't consider the, the words on others. Yes, your actions, your the consequences of your actions. You don't even consider that by this behavior you are disgracing your parents. That you, by this your action you are disgracing because because you know, whose son is this? But you don't care. You don't care that your actions is gives a bad name to your parents. Selfish. I got it. I got it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. It's my life. Who gave it to you? Thank you. Yeah. You don't think about it. The effect of your behavior. I mean, you are, you are a member of this church. You don't think about that. You are even an elder, a shepherd. And you don't think about the consequence of your action on your pastor. That by this behavior, that how it reflects. That as you are standing there, I mean, holding Reverend Bryce bag, and then the other, and 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 and, and then but. And you, you are quarreling. Not that you, you don't consider the, the fact of your quarreling you saw with this person, even the effect. Yes. You, you, you are selfish. You don't, you, you don't know that by that behavior, you are causing other people even not to believe. You are being a hindrance. You are selfish. Yes, you are. Um, yes, you are wrong and you are annoying. But you see, the position that we occupy is sensitive. That 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 that, that you have to control your emotion and yourself, because if you manifest, it has a ripple. It has a ripple effect on others. Yeah. But you are selfish. Listen, I don't care. I'm hurt. I don't care. I'm going to speak my mind. You are selfish. You don't think about how it will affect the church. You don't think about how it will affect the church. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. You are the main person who does so, so, and so. You go around borrowing money from people. To the point, to the to, to the point that to the point that now you are borrowing from people outside the church. So, so by your action, you are giving the church a bad name that they are full of borrowers. Listen, consider the actions of your words. When you are annoyed, you say whatever you want to say. Forgetting that the words hurt. Then after you say all your nonsense, I'm sorry. No, no. No, no, no. Listen, listen. That thing eh? After you have spoken all the nonsense, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. You see, you see. Listen. I can, I can, I can, I can explain to you. Words are like arrows. Every time you say you throw it, they go one way. They go one direction. 
Once the arrow is shot, if no, you see, once the arrow is shot, you can't pick it back. The harm is done already. The, I'm sorry that's not really correct. It. The harm is already done. Are you are selfish. Hallelujah. Yeah. Consider the actions of your words. Consider the, the, the actions. Your words. Don't be selfish. You see, always think about others. This thing I'm doing hard, not, not about me, but what is the effect on others? That's why we always advise the pastor's wife and the lady pastors that look, you have the right to be angry. You have the right to tell the person off. But because of the position you occupy, when you open your mouth, the effect. That's why they swallow. That's why most of our lady pastors, because some of you can behave stupidly that if we, if we, are, if we, are, if we don't restrain them, it is a, if you are to manifest, but it's our counsel. Because the Bible said that he leadeth me in the path of righteousness. And the reason for, the, for that thing is for his name's sake. Yeah. The reason why I am walking in this path of righteousness, because you are annoying me, because the name of the Lord is at stake. The name of the Lord was not stake. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! In the name of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. The name of the Lord. If the name of the Lord was not at stake. See that I'm a government boy. <laughs> In the name of the Lord. <laughs> you will see full manifestation. Yeah. But because of his name's sake. If for the name of the Lord, I will assure that. Listen to me. I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> but, but the namesake. He lifted me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. of your actions on others. Hallelujah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is why, look, that is why it didn't, you see, that is why it is selfish. I mean, quote unquote. But it's true. That's why, you see, sometimes you are selfish when you want to divorce. Because the whole divorce is about you. The whole divorce is about you how I've not been treated fairly, how he doesn't regard me, how he doesn't respect me, how he always puts me down. It's you, 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 you. But you have not considered the actions of your, the consequence of your actions on that little one-year-old. That by that action, that boy will not have a stable home. 
by that action, that girl will not have a stable home. But it's all about how I'm hurt. How I'm treated. Forgetting that by that action, when you say it's over, it means you have exposed a little girl. You have exposed a little boy. Suddenly, suddenly, the boy who used to play with toys and play around Saturday. Now, this Saturday, he stays here. Next Sunday, he's across town to another house. Have you considered how you have destabilized his little mind? Have you considered it? Now, the boy is confused. He knew this woman as mommy. Now, another woman comes. Is it mommy number two? Are you hearing me? Because, because you are selfish. You are hurt. You didn't think about the rest. You are hurt. You are wounded. You see, and your case is right. You see, I'm, we are not saying you are not hurt. Oh. We are not saying you are not wounded. Oh. Everything you are saying is true. But I should say, he leaded me in the path of righteousness for his names. There is something bigger than you at stake. Hallelujah. There is something bigger than you at stake. And therefore you cannot walk in your heads. And your actions your actions has consequences on others. Yeah. Because I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I can't stay in this marriage. I can't, I can't stay in this marriage anymore. I don't take nonsense. But, 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 you see, I don't take nonsense. But if you, have, if you reverse yourself and put yourself in the position of that little boy. Yeah. Look. Look. Most of us, we never learn from our parents. One thing that our mothers were good at was to stay in their marriage. Our mothers. When you ask them, they will say, because of my children. Look. I mean, I, I mean I'm going to ask a question. How many of you have step-sisters or step-brothers? Lift up your hand. You have step-sisters or step-brothers? Do you know what it means? It means that once your father was married to your mother, he went to have an affair with another woman. You are six months apart. Right. I even know one day, only one day apart. <laughs> one day, one day, no, one day. One day apart. See this. So you are as the as the old, old man was blowing here, he was blowing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And your wife is still married. And you, and you, and you. 
Because your husband touched some girl's breast more and he said, hey! It's over. It's over. I can't be in this marriage. I'm out. And all that she was touched though. So, I can't be this man. I can't trust you. You can't trust him. Go ask your mother, your grandmother. Your grandfather had six stepchildren, but she still stayed. Hallelujah. He leaded me in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake. You see, it's an unselfish person. You think about the effect of your action on others. Because if you have thought about it, that by this your action, the day your daughter gets engaged or or graduates into college, as your mother is standing there with another family, the man is also standing there with another wife. And then when they mention your name, they don't know who should go forward. You can see tension in the Station. You graduation engagement. Engagement. You don't know. Your, your, your mother wants to feel that she gave birth to you. But your stepmother is your stepmother is warning your father. That listen. <laughs> that that this is my kitchen. Every pot and pan here belongs to me. Because they are doing engagement in your father's house. So, we are, well, so as your mother is trying to display. <laughs> so, so, a day that's supposed to be a happy occasion for your daughter. She's sitting there sad in tears because of the display. Have you considered it? Hallelujah. Wow. You never thought about it. You have never thought about it. Selfish. Oh, yeah. Those of you who leave the church and insult the pastor. Listen, if you are annoyed and you want to go, just go quietly. But don't blast the church, the pastor. Don't say this church is that. This church is this. You. Please go in peace. Yeah. Yeah. There is a verse in Ezekiel. Ezekiel, I'll show you. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 18. Ezekiel 34, 18. Say that. Cement it. Or cement a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture. But you must tread down with your feet the residue, uh, the residue of your pasture and to have drunk of the deep waters but that you must foul the residue with your foot. The very simple language. It's a, it's a small thing that you, after you go to drink the water, oh, this water is cool. It's nice. To quench your thirst. After you are finishing eating and quenching your thirst, then you take your pants. Wait. Residue, residue. 
You must have found with the residue of your feet. So that the same water that quenched your thirst, now others cannot drink it. Because you have fouled it. Because you have put, put into it. The same thing that, that blessed your marriage. The same thing that did your wedding. The same thing that prayed for your child. The same thing that prayed when you were sick. Because you are annoyed. Now you have fouled the church. Hey, they are this. They are that. They are that. You are put, put into the church. So that now others come. They come. When the pastor is even preaching, they are wondering. Yeah. The same church. That was a blessing to you some time ago. Now you have you have just, just this evening. <laughs> I hear stories so my wife was telling me that a former member of the church who has left the church, he sent someone in one of the cities in I won't tell you, sorry, you won't find out. That they should wait and see. He's going to show them useless church where the, the pastors cannot even take care of their wives. He said in a small Ghanaian community. Annoyed and has left the church, and she met somebody who said the person introduced himself. And when he met him, I'm so so so, and the name sounds similar. I said, Ah, your brother's the one who handles that church, a useless church. Insulted that it's a, and he told the person, We should wait and see. She's an Igbe girl, we should wait and see. What he, what, he, what he doesn't know is that Christ in us, the hope of glory. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. No juju or no charm can do anything to us. No, what I'm saying is that the bad stories he's saying about us, you have no idea. And I cannot make, because I know her. I know how we visited her, we did her wedding, how she was happy. No. You see, the way she's talking, anybody who hears her first not come to our church. No, the church has been a blessing to you. You understand? So, say, so, say, look. Smith it. A small thing. You have eaten. Some time ago, you were leading praise and worship. What do the same person say, look? Oh, Reverend. Reverend, when you preach, I can hear the sound of angels. You are the most of when you preach. Today you are annoyed. Today you are living. So the same person. And, he, and you even have scriptures to back your actions. That listen to me. Listen. When Jesus Christ asked Peter. Who do men say that I am? He said you are the Christ. The son of the living God. And Jesus told him flesh and blood. Has not revealed to you. But do you remember that this same Peter. A few down down the line, Jesus told me, Get thee behind me, Satan. The pastor, he was anointed or not, he's Satan. <laughs> the same pastor. Yeah. You know, consider, you see, consider the consequences of your action. That's what the Bible said. That, the Bible said that, woe is unto you. Okay, or, 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 it will be better for you than that a stone is tied your neck 
and deep, deep water than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. If you are angry and you are going there, new believers who are in the church, just live peacefully. Don't disturb the new believers. Just go peacefully. If you are hurt and you cannot be reconciled, just take your back. Go in peace. But stop this you're talking. Hmm. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, you, you are new, eh? Hey, be careful. Look. Be careful. This Reverend Mike, be very, very careful. We are, we are Francophone, eh? Yeah, Francophone. This Ghanaians. The Ghanaians. Be careful of the Ghanaians. They are all, how do you say tips in French? Mauvais. Volet. Toujours. Volet, 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 volet. Be careful. They are all dangerous. Be careful. Don't, don't put too much of your energy into the church. They are very, they are very discriminatory. Have you seen? Have you seen any, any, any Francophone person as a lady pastor before? Yeah, the pastor is Ghanaian. The wife is Ghanaian. The pastor is Ghanaian. They are using us. Yeah. They are using us. We are the foreigners. We work for them. Have you seen any foreigner? Even Maria Alice, who have been in the church for a long time. You see, even Maria Alice, if they were fair, Maria Alice should be a lady pastor by now. <laughs> but they are by pastor and they made this lady a lady pastor. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. You are new, so be careful. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And by that, by that, they are preventing you from getting blessed. There's a blessing for you. There's a blessing for you. There is something great for you. Yeah. Bishop said, one of the greatest that happened to him. He went to, he went to Geneva. And somebody they had, they had a book on Kenneth Hagin. About how Kenneth Hagin is a false prophet. Yeah. Kenneth Hagin. As a false prophet. The person has, has listed all the characters of a false prophet and say Kenneth Hagin is a false prophet. And we're having this discussion. Many, many years ago, as a young Christian, but somehow he was not interested. Amen. So, can you imagine if he had listened to that false doctrine? Can you see the anointing on his life that, that the devil was about to cut off because somebody was muddying the water? in danger. Because he calls Kenetagan his spiritual father. But before he go to them, somebody wanted to pollute him. Wow. 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 All of us. All of us was muddying the weather for Kenneth Hagen. But somehow, he closed his eyes. He said, no. Look. Look, I may have a great blessing for you. That's what somebody will spoil me to you. But if you can, over, may it never happen. In fact, you will slap the person. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the Bible says, look, after you have drunk, 
Do you think it is right? Yeah, after you are drunk, you have been free to bless you. Now you are poo-pooing because you are annoyed. No. Look, when you do that, then there's a reward for you. There's a curse. It's a curse. That's what, your, your life will be cursed. That's why that's it, it, it begins by cement it a small thing. Do you think it's a small thing? It's like it's something. Do, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, do you think it's a joke? You see, in modern language, we say, do you, they must say, do you think it's a joke that after you have been blessed from a church, you live and destroy the church? Do you think it's a joke? You don't know your punishment. That's what I'm saying. Cement a small thing. Do you think it's a joke? Do you think it's a joke to, to destroy a church that has blessed you and walk away free? What won't what's worth you? Who will reward evil for good? Hallelujah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cement it a small thing unto you. Cement it a small thing. It's like, oh, it's not anything. I'll say what I feel. It, it is a lot. You can't say it's, it's a real big deal. Look, Charlie, I beg you, if you are living, live quietly. Carry your bag and go. Don't open your mouth because the Bible says it's a big deal. You will not know that because of that. Because of that. That's why maybe this thing has happened to you. That's why this thing happened to you. That's why this happened to you. Because you opened up your mouth and you spoke evil about a church. And by what you did, some people could not enter. So God says it's not a small thing. God says it. That's why that's, it became like symmetric. Do you think it's a joke? Hallelujah. Listen. May God drive away the spirit of selfishness. In fact, shake your neighbor, don't be selfish. Shake and say, don't be selfish. Learn to think about me. Stand up to Peter and let's close. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Sing it again, Holy Words. God deliver us from the spirit of selfish. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
just so God. Deliver us from the spirit of selfishness. Spirit of foolishness. Equal independence, oh God. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for the entrance of your word. Father, we pray against the spirit of selfishness. Why don't you place your hand on your heart? Say, Father. Place your hand on your heart. Say, Father, deliver me from the spirit of selfishness. May I think about others in Jesus' name. Amen. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here, you are not born again. You see, this is why we make an altar call. You see, and sometimes, some of you, when we are making an altar call, you keep on moving around. We are not thinking about others. That's somebody's salvation. So tonight, if there's anybody here, you are not saved. You have not given your life to Jesus Christ. For a few minutes, I want you to be born again. I want you to give your life to Jesus. You must be saved. I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to keep salvation for me alone. I am saved and I want you also to be saved. So tonight, you want to be a born again Christian? You want to be saved? Please lift up your hand and I pray for you. I want to give you an opportunity. I don't want to be the only one saved in this room. You are not saved. Lift up your hand and I pray for you. Let your hand go above your head and I pray for you. Let your hand go above your head. It's an opportunity. Don't say you didn't hear me say it. You heard me say, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. It's an opportunity. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's very important. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for the gift of salvation. May we not be selfish by not telling others about Jesus. As we are saved, may we tell others about Jesus. May we not keep salvation to ourselves only. May we invite others. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Put your hand together and let's welcome the Reverend Wright. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.